Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Veterans Day weekend, Veterans Day parade, that's taking place uh, downtown. That is going to happen. It starts at the Indiana War Memorial. I think the parade starts at noon. There is a parade route. And if you uh, follow Matt Bear there on the uh, X-Twitters or the Twitter X's uh, at Matt and Traffic, he'll probably let you know what's going on. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. That's me. That's the station. That's what we do. Jonathan's behind the board. Matt Bear is in the traffic center. Ryan Hedrick does the news. Kurt Darling, eat your food. That's how it works over here. The Grand Marshal is Helen Guthrie, who is 106 years old, World War II veteran. She was recruited to join the Naval Reserve. She was part of the waves. Women accepted for volunteer emergency service. There were 100,000, maybe more, uh, women who are part of, of, of that program. And she is the, the, the Grand Marshal. That's, uh, that's pretty damn cool. That is pretty cool. So uh, if you're downtown, uh, be like, sorry, sorry, work. Uh, Got to go, gotta go cheer on some good people um, for, a, for, for a short while here. Uh, they deserve it. And say thank you to a veteran. And uh, then... Uh, Enjoy yourself. That's what I would do. And now the reporting that Fast Walk might reopen again. So this is the restaurant on the east side where they closed like a year and a half ago because the owner, Mama Nettles, as we know from the reporting, got sick. Well, she's back to healthy and they decided to open and they were open last week for two days. And in two days, they had to call the police five times. The lines were so long. People were getting into fights. They were breaking things. There was a gun involved. They're like, okay, we're done here. Hey, hey, uh, that's, that, that's just Indianapolis. Like, nothing I can do about it. Uh, and so they're like, yeah, we're not, we're not going to be able to open. And now, as uh, WTHR reports it, the husband of, of Mama Nettles, which uh, one would assume would be uh, Papa Nettles, the husband of Mama Nettles says that his wife plans to reopen the restaurant in January. No specific date. And I guess uh, the plan is, is uh, to bring security. Is that security? This is, this is, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Um, by the way, uh, just as, as a matter of reporting, uh, the conversation was there was a gun. They're saying now that they, it looked to them, the owners, like someone was going to pull out a gun, and that's when they locked the doors and said, okay, we're done here. She decided to close. Now they're like, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll try this again. We'll just try this uh, differently. I want the place to be open. I want people to have choices and options. 
Last thing we need is more empty buildings. But, hey, you know, maybe Indianapolis will be supportive and tell people not to be violent. Or not. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they'll tell them to just, you know, wait in line for noodles. Or they'll let another business just go under. I don't know what they'll do. I hope they figure it out. But hey, that's 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 Indy's problem. That's how I was told to respond. Nope, not my problem. That's that's what they told me. It's hard and not to care when you do. And certainly, I want them to be able to have a business. I want them to be able to grow. And then I want to try some noodles. I hope to get down there when they open. We'll bring everybody, me and Matt Bear, and then we'll. We'll forget everybody else, and we'll tell them how good it was. I love noodles. Right. Who doesn't? Mm. Who doesn't? Was that somebody on Tinder? (laughs) I love noodles. Who doesn't? (laughs) The whole thing. That'd be awesome. Look at a westbound 465 on the side. What are you doing? We're not doing traffic right now. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Oh. You're you're jumping the gun. You seem very excited. It was the thought of noodles, wasn't it? It I thought I heard the music. This show is dumb. (laughs) I'm going away now. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. As the reporting goes, Israel has been able to destroy 130 Hamas tunnels. And I hope they do more. The network of underground tunnels that Hamas has been building for the last decades is massive. Absolutely massive. And when you are see these tunnels and you realize the amount of stockpiles they have, they believe that no matter what happens above ground, they can survive for years in these tunnel systems that run the full length of the Gaza Strip. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. This isn't like a tunnel system that would connect two college dorms in some cold weather place. This goes on for miles everywhere. And the tunnels are designed to give them easy access to destructive capabilities. And their gathering places are under hospitals and under schools because they use children as shields. As a matter of fact, the Washington Post put out this cartoon. Uh, Sarah, make sure you put this uh, over at TonyKatz.com. And the cartoon reads, How Dare Israel Attack Civilians? Uh, But it is uh, a guy who is a representative of Hamas, and he has children, babies, and women tied to him using them as human shields. Well, as the story goes, the Washington Post took down the cartoon because the newsroom went bat crap crazy over it, had deep concerns regarding the cartoon, uh, clearly because of its honesty. (laughs) Because that's exactly what Hamas does. That's who they are. So we know this. I I think it's important to keep sharing uh, some of these things because we really understand that we're dealing with a society 
that believes that children are are these things to be utilized as tools, not to be protected, but to protect them. The expression being Israel uses rockets to protect its children and Hamas uses children to protect their rockets. They're telling you what they value. They're telling you what's important. And just as we see this cartoon, I can show you in New York where police cars were vandalized and uh, smashed, this being the anniversary, the 85th anniversary of Kristallnacht. Night of broken glass. Start of the Holocaust, if you will. Although I'm sure a historian could say, well, Tony, here or here or here. I'm, I'm engaging a little more generalities. I accept this. Destroying police vehicles, engaging in attacks everywhere. These are the hard times, and they ain't just coming from me, but for, for the people who keep asking, and, and I get a lot of this. Um... I live my life just fine, and I'm going to continue to do so. I'm going to Turkey Fest tomorrow, Sullivan uh, Hardware and Garden. It is Turkey Fest. Matt Bear will be there in a turkey suit handing out free free wings. Hold on, this just in. Uh, he will absolutely be there in a turkey suit. That's that's definitely happening. He won't be there. Uh, I'm going about my stuff. Am I prepared? Yes. Will I engage in levels of detail of things that have changed in my life? No. But I'm not alone in this. I think people are like, well, he's Jewish, and so I, uh, there's a concern, and it is truly appreciated, and the family appreciates it. But I, I can't describe this enough. I'm not alone in feeling this way. Dude, you are right there. People all across the country, dear Lord, this is ugly and getting uglier by the second. yes. Yes, and preparation is a thing. And am I differently prepared than I was a month ago when I was prepared a month ago? The answer is yes. Am I surprised by the level of hatred out there? No. Because some of us, you and me together, we knew it was there. We've been talking about it. We've been engaged in it. We've been sharing it. We've been seeing the problem and and wanting to bring about a better uh, cultural response to it. I will admit to you that I am amazed by the people who are amazed. How did they not know? But okay, now you know. Now what's your plan? That brings us to the popcorn moment. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe. Then grab your popcorn, because there is more. Um, this is on uh, Piers Morgan's show uh, there in the UK. I, I, or is this him on, on Fox? I'm not sure. Um, you've got uh, Rabbi uh, Shmuley Batak, and you've got uh, Cenk Uger. Uh Young Turks, a, a real hard-edged progressive. Um, one of these people who blames Israel, right? We, we see a lot of these people. Um, Rabbi Boteach, sometimes referred to as just Rabbi Shmuley, S-H-M-U-L-E-Y, goes through a history lesson of all the times that the Palestinian people, feel the air quotes, 
had an opportunity for a two-state solution and an opportunity for peace, and they turned it down. And Cenk is shaking his head. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe you're saying this. It's all factual. It's all written down. And then, of course, when losing this argument goes into the name-calling, listen. So I've spent I've spent my life debating people. Whenever someone whenever someone starts using personal names and screaming like a lunatic, they're losing the debate. Let me remain. You're factual. the one First who all, made the up things. The Palestinians, the Palestinians, the Palestinians, the Palestinians were offered a state in 1936 in the Peel Commission. They rejected it. They were offered a state in 1947, the UN Partition Plan. They rejected it. They were offered a state in 1967 after Israel conquered Judea and Samaria and the West Bank. They rejected it. They were offered a state in 2000, Yasser Arafat, Ehud Barak. They rejected it. They were offered a state with Ehud Omer 2008. They rejected it. They have the Israel, you know, laterally withdrew from Gaza in 2005, and they did not create a state. In fact, where were you, Cenk, when you say that you care about Palestinian children, when Hamas stole the highest rate of per capita international foreign aid, larger than the Marshall Plan, from Palestinian children, did not build schools for them, did not build hospitals, took all the money to buy bombs and to build a network of tunnels, which is larger than the, than the New York subway system. Where were you then? Why are, did you only come up now? In fact, when Bashar al-Assad killed 600,000 children, Arab children, when he gassed them with mustard gas, my organization took out full-page New York Times, ads to protect them from sarin gas. Where were you then? You don't care about Arab children. You are a Jew hater, defined as someone who only Shut wants to lie up. and say that the Jews you are bigot. genocideers. You and racist. don't try to cancel me and say that I shouldn't be on. You're not a producer of this show. Because you are ignorant of the facts and ignorant of the history does not mean that you can cancel uh, Jane, my voice. Jane. Bigot and racist for what? Laying out the data? Hot take, man. Hot take, bold strategy. There's a history here that should be known. But of course, if you want to side with Hamas, you can't pay attention to any history. I was asked yesterday, why are these people tearing down posters of, of hostages? Why, it, it doesn't make any sense. Why are they tearing down uh, posters of hostages? Israeli hostages, you see them on college campus or whatever, and these students, they're laughing because they tear them down. New York City streets laughing because they tear them down. The reason they get torn down is because if you see that there are hostages, you will note that Hamas is guilty. But the people who hate Israel and hate Jews and are now out so out very much out in the open, they need to erase any conversation of Hamas in the conversation. Everything has to be focused on Israel. It's why Gad Saad referred to it uh, as amnesia of causality. Also, if you see Israeli hostages, you might view Israelis as human, and they can't have that. And if you think that that is disgusting, you're right, but also ask yourself, what does it, what kind of person lives their life where they cannot see the truth so they can continue with their hatred? They're not erasing it just for you. They're trying to erase it for themselves to make it more palatable to this hate that they have. What's it like to live like that? Whew. Count me out. Uh, also, count me armed.
So before Jerome Powell, chairman of the Federal Reserve, got taken off of a stage because climate protesters showed up. They did. They took the stage and a security was like, okay, here we go. And he still has his microphone on. He's like, all right, fine, cool. And then he goes, why don't we just close the blanking door? It's so, it, he's so calm. So calm. Oh, the, the, the protesters are precious. They are. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. But before that happens, Jerome Powell wanted you to know that the beatings will continue until morale improves. The Fed is not confident. That is the terminology used. Not confident that at this time they have done enough to bring down inflation. Oh, God! Yeah. OMG. Are you kidding me right now? They are not. They are not. They want the 2% inflation goal. But, quote, we are not confident that we have achieved such a stance. A vicious mother, isn't he? Well, he's something. All I'm trying to do is remind you that the good times are not here. They are a long, long way away. It stinks. It stinks to high heaven. Uh, Last week, week and a half ago, last week, uh, the Fed held uh, rates where they are. But when in conversation in remarks to the International Monetary Fund, it was a conversation of what's ahead. Quote, the Federal Open Market Committee is committed to achieving a stance of monetary policy that is sufficiently restrictive to bring inflation down to 2% over time. We are not confident that we have achieved such a stance. Translation, interest rates are going to go up. Now, lately, we've seen things head down. The 10-year Treasury getting down to like four and a half, and that has meant that the 30-year fixed, because the 30-year fixed mortgage is based on that 10-year Treasury, that has gone down as well. And we actually have seen, like like we said we would, I don't. You, this wasn't like having a crystal ball. It would make sense if there was a dip in, in, in the rates, people would see an opportunity to maybe, okay, uh, if the rate's down, let's get in now while we can. We have to buy a house, let's get it happening. And so we saw a little bit of increase in, in mortgage rates. If we take a look at the 10-year treasury right now, it's at 4.58. And if we take a look at it over the last few days, we have seen it go down uh, even even lower. It was at 4.4 for for a second there yesterday, and it's climbed back to, uh, climbed back a little since yesterday. Probably a reaction to Jerome Powell saying, uh, "This is this is the way it is. This is just the way it is." Uh, if you want good things, there are good things going on all across the city, all across the area, uh, and one of those things is Turkey Fest. This is Sullivan Hardware and Garden. It's like Egg Fest, but with a theme. So Egg Fest is uh, they take their, their 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 big green eggs and they get all these these chefs and they're like make good food and then we'll sell tickets and people eat the food and they're like awesome and it's crazy good. Oh, the food at Egg Fest is so freaking good. 
best food festival in the city. It's it's terrific. Well, Turkey Fest is Egg Fest with a theme. And that's what they'll do. They'll have the green eggs out, and you can go. It's from 10 to 2 tomorrow. Get your ticket, and then boom, boom, you're eating all kinds of all kinds of turkey. All kinds of turkey goodness. And then these are the people who do Slaw Fest. It's the Festival of Coleslaw. And then they'll do Taste of Taters. It's a whole potato thing. Um, I, I think they're coming out with Pickle Mania, um, which is the sequel to Quantum Mania from uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, and uh, and yes, this year at Turkey Fest, Matt Bear will be there dressed as a turkey. Very excited about this. A very, um, well, I mean, uh, no pants wearing turkey is what I'm thinking. Right. Yeah. No pants. And there will be some basting. <laughs> Always. Can't have a turkey without the basting. What do you, you can have a dry turkey. <laughs> I mean, you know. Can't, can't have a dry turkey, Matt. No, no. And nowhere, especially around friends, you know, around friends and family. We're all just waiting to see where you go next. I, 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 I'm choosing all my words right now. Yeah, Pins I, and needles. I, I've got to be careful. I've got to be careful. Yeah. It is Turkey Fest at Sullivan Hardware and Garden. And that is taking place tomorrow from uh, 10 to 2. So you should go and do that. See? Don't have to worry about interest rates, at least for, for a day. For a day. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. In the overall look, uh, I am, uh, I'm with you. It, It looks pretty ugly out there. Everywhere you turn, there is something that is just very, very gross. The southern border, China, the economy, the war uh, in Israel because Hamas is a terrorist organization, the bigotry right here in Indianapolis from Congressman Andre Carson, from the people on the streets, the silence of civic leaders. It's nuts. I don't say no to this. Tony Katz. 93 WIBC, uh, good morning. And and there's an extent to which I'm sorry that, like, these are the stories. This is what's going on. It, 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 would be, it would be irresponsible not to share them, and it would be equally irresponsible not to notice how nutty it is and how much it sucks. So I said, I need to, I need to break it up. I need to break it up and find something that we can all have either a, a, a kind of group, either not even an outrage about, but a group um, moment uh, that will bring us together. And to do that, uh, I found that in Carmel, Indiana, that, that, that's Carmel. Maybe, maybe you've never, uh, uh, you know, maybe you've never heard of it. Maybe, maybe you've seen pictures. Um, there is a condo that's selling for seven and a half million dollars. I love Holy crap. Seven and a half million. The Sky Palace. Sky Palace? Yes, 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 yes. It is the top of the Carmel City Center. 
And from the Sky Palace, you could see the skyline of Indianapolis. You could see the nets of, of Top Golf in Fishers. That's a pretty big distance. That's pretty, pretty impressive. It is the seventh floor condo. Remember, the thing is already raised up. Um, and uh, it is two units that are into one. So uh, one of the units was 4,000 square feet with 2,500 square feet of outdoor patio. And the other unit was 1,500 square feet. So it's 5,500 square feet, 2,500 square feet uh, of, of patio. So together, they sell for $7.5 million. Or you could buy them separately for $6.5 million and $1.3. I... I, uh, 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 I'm at a total and complete loss. Is Carmel a beautiful place? It is. And we can love it and we can hate it. We can do all sorts of conversations about it. And they're all super real. Seven and a half million? Seven and a half million. By the way, the owner calls it the Sky Palace, so he named it. All right. (laughs) Dude, good on you. Good on you. That's... As unbelievable. See, something we could all get behind. Is the weather better? Is is the service better? That's all I'm asking. Seven and a half million dollars. I don't know, is that good for the city? I gotta assume. I gotta assume it it it's like a like a prestige thing. Oh yeah, that the condo there sold for seven and a half million. Is that right? I gotta assume, man, that's look, I live in Carmel. I enjoy Carmel. All I'm saying is I do not think that I would spend seven and a half million dollars and enjoy Carmel even more. I think there comes a moment of I've been I'm enjoying Carmel enough. I love this story. I don't know. It, it, like, like there, there is uh, the part of this that makes you say we're all insane. And then there's a part of it of, you know what? There's a buyer for everything. There's a, 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 there's, there, there's something in everything. There's a bit of value, a bit of whimsy. Yes, I didn't hit a hard political angle just there. Needed. Something that was just bring the temperature down. And a little bit more of who's spending $7.5 million to live in Carmel. It's not like you get to avoid the roundabouts. We'll get back into the heavy stuff. Sorry, because there's more. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.